Alright, today we explore what to buy. You did your portfolio allocation, now you decide what to buy with fundamental analysis. And then the next thing is deciding when to buy by doing technical analysis. So today we look at fundamental analysis. Fundamental analysis is subjective and future oriented. So you are making assumptions. It's not objective, but it tells you something about possible futures. TA, technical analysis, is objective, but tells you only about the past. Doesn't tell you anything about the future. That's why we need both. We need a fundamental analysis to see if this is something that is fundamentally worth owning. And then the technical analysis to see when is the right time to enter, when is the right time to exit. Okay, so today fundamental analysis. If I just have 10 minutes, then I do a very quick check. The quick check is supply and demand. Is there limited supply or unlimited supply? How much is in circulation? And that will tell me, is it inflationary or deflationary? Deflationary, for example, is Bitcoin. Inflation and also prime real estate. Miami Beach, number of houses in Miami Beach is limited. That's deflationary. Number of houses somewhere in Austria, inflationary because you can build houses wherever you want. There's so much land still. But if there is a limited space and high demand, we are deflationary. The rest is inflationary. So supply and demand is the first thing. Then there might be just a short-term supply squeeze. Um, like it happens when, when two countries are fighting for resources or uh, the world needs a vaccine quickly. Then you know that there is a quick um, deflationary situation that might end your couple of months or a couple of years. You can play that if you're a trader. And then I look at risk-reward. What's the risk reward? I am on the conservative side, so I look for low risk, high reward. But you can play your risk reward um, allocation and then always think what's a possible exit price, even when you just buy to hold it long term. Think of when would you like to sell it and pick three numbers, the bear number, the base number and the bull number. Okay, so worst case number, neutral number and euphemistic number to the moon number okay and remember to the moon never happens <laughs> so and if it happens then very short so create value does it really create value this is specifically for crypto right does it really create value what's the proof of it uh, practical use cases in the real world and the adoption rate is it growing is it building network effects are there enough subsystems that create that hold that are interested are invested in this so that they will fight for it to keep value they will repair it when it's broken they will defend it when it's attacked for example bitcoin is one of those things because it has so many subsystems that are all uh, with skin in the game for example there are the miners they have invested time and energy they're risking um, their capital so they will defend 
um, uh, for attacks and they will repair when something breaks. And then there are the, um, the nodes, right? So people who run the backups. Then there are um, the investors who hold it, the hodlers who want to hold long term are the short-term investors, etc. There are multiple um, stakeholders, if you want, and also shareholders that are invested in it that creates a network effect. Then does it, okay, create value is fine, but does it also collect value? For example, um, probably I shouldn't name projects, but I'm thinking of Algorand. It's an amazing project. The FIFA just adopted Algorand. And I think it creates a ton of value. Otherwise, the FIFA wouldn't have picked it, right? But does it have a mechanism to collect value? I didn't see that yet. And very similar with other utility tokens, uh, tokens that are used to, to incentivize for use. Uh, I don't see them having a collecting value mechanism. So you, have, you can have a creating value mechanism without a collecting value mechanism. And that's a problem. So, for example, Amazon, uh, Amazon, one part of Amazon, um, AWS, does create a ton of value and collect a ton of value. The other part of Amazon, which is the retail business where you buy the books, and that does create a ton of value, but it does not collect any value because retail is, is low margin. It's a low margin game. And even with those high volumes, it's not, pro it's not profitable in terms of an investment it's not a stock you want to hold right now for example and then because they just need to do one failed acquisition and they did just one and then bad earnings and they the markets uh, penalize it by by selling so look at the collection mechanism and then revenue streams gross profit operating profit net profit and can they preserve value? Now we go back to the beginning. Is it inflationary or deflationary? And I don't touch things that are inflationary above 30% because otherwise it's like most governments issued currencies, they, de they inflate as you can see. And so they lose purchasing power. They are not hard asset that can store value over long time. Preserving value, how can you do it? By having moats by being strategically uh, defendable in terms of substitution. There is no better technology substituting you because you are on a deeper level of value creation that even the new technology passes by but doesn't take all the profits from you. There are network effects that can defend you. That is also something that can preserve value as we have seen with Bitcoin. And the appreciation depreciation is ensured by having a low inflation maybe just a couple percent, uh, definitely less than 30%. So that's if you have just seven minutes, because it took us seven minutes right now. But what if your business would run well, even when you are on vacation? Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategies Prints blueprints. How they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategy Sprints method. Order your copy of Strategy Sprints 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review. 
For more information, head over to strategiesprints.com. Let's do also the proper one, right? So fundamental analysis of a stock and fundamental analysis of a crypto. How do you do that? If I have a stock, for example, Tesla, I look at, I look at S curves. So the market always evolves in S curves. It starts slowly. You don't see anything. Then it has a very rampant growth phase and then it stagnates and is in the maturity phase until it gradually slows down. And in parallel, the next S curves is coming. And if they want to be around very long and if they are good strategists, they will always surf on top of each S-curve from one to the next. So the question for Tesla is, does it have multiple S-curves? In this case, yes. So the first thing is, does it solve the problem? Yes, the transition from a, uh, a non-smart energy consumption to a smart energy consumption. How? By using technology. The S-curve is right now a car that is energy efficient the next thing is robot taxis so there is the next s curves they are working on and then the next thing is that robots build manufacturing facilities for all other car manufacturers if this was the case then it's three s curves and they are on top of it so it's green um, past financials Look at their earnings reports, revenue growth, gross profit, margin expansion, EBITDA growth, net income, free cash flow growth, and net debt. And you look at the past and the current, and you see the trend. I look at 10 years, if you get 10 years, five years at least, and then networks effects. Two, is it a two-sided marketplace or just one-sided? If it's one-sided, it's easier for a competitor to disrupt, to substitute. If it's a two-sided marketplace, then it has network effects that stabilize it and it's hard to stop. Competition risk. Is it easy to copy or hard to copy? What's the quality of their competitors? Are they very awake, very fast, or is it in a, in a sleeping environment? And um, what are the incentives? Um, sorry, that's still network effects. What are the incentives for people to stay uh, invested, right, to use it? And then on the competition risk, is the team strategical? Is the team tactical? Is the team both? That's really important for competitiveness. You know? Strategic is when they're looking long-term, like Bezos, Elon Musk. Um, tactical is more when they're great at executing. And you need both, but check. Are they strategic? Are they tactical? Are they both? And then regulatory risk, can it be regulated in a way that that geography might might for example ban some elements some um, metals or some energy sources that are used by this company current financials same as the past financials and then the valuation is it overvalued or undervalued now the markets never value at fair price that's the gap between the value of an asset and the price of an asset the value is quite constant you can assess it and we are assessing it right now but the price is very different and the markets always overpriced or underpriced a stock is always either overvalued or undervalued the next module will be around 
market psychology, and you will see that the market is driven by fear and greed. It's always bipolar. It's either overly optimistic or overly negative, pessimistic. It's rarely having the price that reflects one-to-one -one the fair value of an asset because it's driven by emotions and, um, and other dynamics that we will see in the psychology section. So don't think too much about the price. When we are doing fundamental analysis, we see what's the value of an asset. And the price is a different thing we looked at with technical analysis. So if you are just an investor, you just you like Warren Buffett, he doesn't even care about macro. He just does fundamental analysis and holds it for as long as possible. So we look then at price to earnings and forward price to earnings. That's the fundamental analysis part. And of course, when you've decided that Tesla is a good or a bad stock for you and you want to buy it or sell it, then you do the technical analysis, which we have a full video on to really decide, okay, this is the right time or this is the wrong time. So that's for a stock. And for a stock, it's pretty straightforward because all these infos are in the earnings reports because they're publicly traded companies and have to report. But how do you do the fundamental analysis of a crypto asset? Because crypto doesn't have earnings. So this is what I have built for myself and it, it's, it's served me well so far. A 10 steps fundamental analysis of a digital asset, a crypto asset. So does it solve a real problem? It's not enough that it's hyped and that everybody's talking about it and that the price is going up. This is not enough. So fundamental analysis, does it solve a real problem in the real world? Okay. Then decentralization. Uh, is it fully decentralized or half decentralized or is it centralized? The more decentralized, the greener uh, in the fundamental analysis because it is defendable and it is defended and it is repaired by the many people involved in those decentralized networks. All those nodes of the system repair the system, maintain the system, back up the system, defend the system, improve the system. So that's green. The more decentralized, the more green. Network effects, uh, same as before. A two-sided marketplace is green, a one-sided marketplace yellow or red. Incentives. Do the single people involved there have an incentive to, to still use it, to use it also in bad markets, like in weak markets, or are there no incentives? Then it might implode in, in a weak phase. Competition risk. Is it hard to copy? Easy to copy? What's the number of competitors in there? How fierce are they? Inflation risk. Um, here we have to calculate the TVL uh, divided, so the total value locked divided by the market cap. You can check that on DeFi Lama or other sources. And um, you want to see the total annual issuance divided by the supply. That tells you if it's deflationary or inflationary. Inflationary loses value, deflationary increase is in value. Then the regulatory risk. This is where all cryptos are red, except maybe Bitcoin. You can put it on yellow, green. Michael Saylor would say green. Um, others would say yellow because will it be regulated as a security or as a commodity by the SEC or by 
other um, institutions. Velocity. So does it grow at the right pace, in the right direction? What's the quality of investors behind it? Green, yellow, red. The team. Did the team deliver something similar before or not? Community. How, if you go into GitHub, you can check the number of contributors. These are, these are the developers. Um, the pull requests that developers are working on right now. The commits. So the task there that they have committed um, doing. And then you can check their Discord to see do they have at least 30,000 people actively contributing right now. And maybe even Telegram, but Telegram is so noisy that it, I don't use it anymore. It has become too much noise and not enough signal for me. This is the fundamental analysis of a crypto stock. And if you do that, you have probably now avoided 99% of all possible crypto assets because they will not stand this test. You will probably only find a handful of crypto assets that even qualify for half of this due diligence. That's why in the end you will stay with the most secure ones. Um, or at least you will have more information to take your decisions according to your current situation, portfolio allocation, risk appetite and, um, and life needs. Hope this helps. Let me know what you need next and keep rolling, everybody. If you want the how-to guide on running a resilient and agile business, get the book Strategy Sprints. 12 ways to accelerate growth for an agile business. It offers the step-by-step -step blueprints to elevating your marketing and sales. Order your copy of Strategy Sprints 12 ways to accelerate growth for an agile business on Amazon today. If you love it, leave us a review. For more information, head over to strategysprints.com.